we've all been through craziness and i mean as much as i learned from 2020 uh, i'm ready for 2020 to straight go to hell and bring on 2021 <laughs> continuously use the prism of red or blue to justify our actions, our inactions, our natural bias, or our own opinions. Instead of using the premise of right or wrong, we are all screwed. Welcome to the Not Remember Podcast, all things entrepreneurship. People just take life and kick it square in the ass with our special guest, Baby Rhino himself, Nick the, Langer. The, the, the Baby, baby Rhino, Rhino, Nick Thank Langer. You. Thank you. And my special beautiful co-host, Mrs. Brittany Rexius. Hey. Hey. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not drunk. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, something, you're, something, you're something else. I am, I am something extra. You are, you are something extra. And definitely not basic. Definitely. We had, we had that conversation. So, <laughs> as I ordered your basic bitch coffee this morning, it's all right though. I can't order it. I can't remember all the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, we had so this good. conversation when we were on our road trip. I had to order black coffee because I couldn't remember the ingredients of the thing you ordered me. So, <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah. went to went to went to scooters and he's like, uh, "I'll just take a black coffee." I'm I like, go, "Do you have sugar free creamer?" She looks at me and like, "I'm like, I'm just kidding." Real men wanted black Americana, coffee. Americana. <laughs> what kind of coffee? I go black milk coffee. <laughs> Four shots of espresso. So good. Have her, have her four, never tell you right now, so that way you can just go back and watch this podcast. Oh, I texted time. it to him she every has. time I know he's going for a coffee meeting. I hurry up and I text him before he gets there <laughs> to let him know what his but, coffee but order is. But if they're is. sitting down on order, if they're sitting next to me, I don't want them to think that I'm like this foo foo dude. Like being like, <laughs> listen, everybody knows now, so don't feel bad about it from here on out. I'm just gonna oh, own it. Shit. I'm just gonna own it. Okay. You're like um, you're like Will Ferrell and Zoolander, where it's yeah, like <laughs> Zoolander face all the time. Get out of my face or lose ten pounds immediately. <laughs> 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 yep, pretty much. I'm going to go and watch that movie. Classic. Yes, I love that Classic. movie. That and... Uh, you know, I get gassy when I <laughs> if I don't get skim milk. That, that movie and Dodgeball. Classic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Speaking of gyms, um, yeah, because the Global Gym, we're better than you, and we know, we know it. it. It's the best ever. I just oh, got done at reading. Here's a donut. In a book. Here's a... Sh- in a book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Sorry. So. <laughs> it's a good start. Skirt. Okay. Here's the deal. Um, awesome timing. Uh, literally five minutes ago, the three illustrious members sitting at this table got the honor of signing our life away for the next 10 years as we just <laughs> signed the lease for the third Iron Heaven location and Chad brought up. Chad, can you like give me some like some like sirens? I'll give you yeah, I'll like give you some sound effects. Definitely, <laughs> definitely give you some like clown some clown music. <laughs> the funny thing is, it was five minutes ago, but you're not seeing it for three weeks. Yes, there we go. <laughs> yeah. And the funny part is that Chad brought up the last time that Nick was in, we talked about how we were never going to do, do a it. third location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was never going to be a hot tub ever. There's not so a hot no, tub. There's stuff. not. There's no. not going no. to be. But the third no. location is happening, and. We just signed it. You know, we are very blessed to have come where we came through this last year, not knowing if gyms were going to get shut down. If we weren't, we were able to, to factor through. We have awesome, awesome loyal members who stuck with us the whole time. And we grew. We didn't just grow. We grew a shitload. And literally, this is at a point that we're just kind of at capacity, which is people are loving what we're doing. We're doing something different. It's the environment that we've built. It's phenomenal. And um, so it all turns out that Nick gives me a little text message about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Hey, that guy we bought the equipment from in Texas, super nice guy that they really liked, said that the Atlanta Falcons were going to sell off part of their equipment and their training facility. He wants to know if we want to bid on it. 
what's money look like? And of course, money always to me is like, no, <laughs> we'll lowball offer. Okay. And then they get a call back literally an hour later. We just won. What? We have, we had to go pick up like two 27 foot trucks of pretty much brand new equipment. In and Atlanta, it and it matches our colors. It does thank goodness it wasn't like well the Vikings. Don't blast <laughs> the Vikings. What are you yeah, doing? Well, you just equipment. lost. You just lost some Vikings. Like, you right? the team. It's the purple. Your hey followers just said fuck her. She like the Vikings. Exactly. You know they like purple and gold. So wait to the Packers. Way to screw up the pocket. Oh, yeah. Nobody likes the Packers. Those colors are terrible it's too. I picked my teams. Chad is a diehard Packers. That's all right. It's die all hard. Right. I'm sure. Was your team in the NFC Championship last Chad, year? Uh, nope. <laughs> I didn't think my, my team even sniffed the NFC championship last year. So that's okay. <laughs> well, are you a Lions fan? No, no. Oh, Broncos. Oh. 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 Yeah. 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 Now you put in the sound effect that goes, oh. Yeah, there we go. So I really hope you No sound effects needed. We just did it. Yeah, we got it. So it kind of turned into like, I guess we better find a spot to put the shit in. and. And of course, the three of us were like, yeah, let's do it, right? Which I love the attitude, you know, that we're, we are. So we have a process at this point. Every time we go to a realtor, they tell us there's no spots. I late night creep for spots. This <laughs> is time. this is a process, okay? Such a creep. I am such a creeper. And I have commercial real estate access. So um, I find Stonegate the first time. And Nick, go check this place out. Looks great. We sign a lease, cool, right, whatever. Second spot happens. I again find a spot on my phone. Nick, go check this out. I get a text message. The clouds move. The sun shine down upon the spot. It's Legitimately perfect. happened, it's actually. Perfect. He goes, this is perfect. This is it. And I don't, So I don't go look at him. I drive up, look the next day. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm getting goosebumps, you know? <laughs> so this time I'm like, this is kind of like a process. Like, I'm not real superstitious, but let's not fuck this up. I found a spot on my phone. Yep. Nick, I got a spot. It's beautiful. It's perfect. I'll see for myself. All right, this is the spot. This is beautiful. I'm like, okay, went out and saw it. And sure shit, on the corner of Highway 6 and Highway 370, right in Gretna, uh, right off 204th Street. Um, hang on. Uh-oh. I wrote down the address. There's just the address. It's like 17 suites. Sorry. Yeah, there's like, we have like most of the building. So <laughs> 20816 West Grunther Road, which is basically right off Highway 370 and Highway 6. Right, Gretna, brand new building. So it's going to probably take us 60 to 90 days for construction, but we're talking brand new everything showers, locker rooms, glass garage doors, turf, the brand new of everything, smoothie bar, the hot whole tub. works. No, no hot tub. Hot tub. <laughs> um, but the fun part about it is this will be the first gym out of all the gyms that we've had. This will be the first gym that we actually build from the ground up yes. to our specifications, which is to awesome. What we want. Uh, and so it'll be really cool for us because we can actually have a vision going into it. And then bring that vision to life in a blank space. Yeah. Oh, here comes Pinterest. No, 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 no Pinterest. No, he's no. seen he's seen the house project. No, not, not, yeah. no, you keep that no, shit away. Gorgeous. Listen, I don't know if you know this, but Pinterest product or Pinterest, any of those projects end up costing way more than anything that's pre prefabbed already now. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so yeah, no Pinterest, not involved in the gym. Nope, Dan, can't I need Danny here. Yeah, no, no you two no. together started your own registries on Target. <laughs> no, <laughs> you did. Yeah, we yeah, you buy did. each other things. You did. At least we're not buying it for ourselves. We're buying if 
for each other off of our listen they're buying congratulations presents to each other yeah i don't know why we didn't start this we should have started this but how many years ago dude you guys got the atlanta falcons equipment i mean (laughs) for the community yeah it's for everybody else not for me we have to put up with the both of you we deserve gifts this is true that's so i can't argue that completely fair exactly completely fair Mm. Anyways, you know, honestly, the best way to deal with me is alcohol. So I'm just throwing it out there. It's a hell of a lot cheaper. Anyways, Danny always has that. What's that? Danny always she has does. that. Danny is always packing and it's, it's fantastic. That's a wine in her hand. Yeah. Her hand at night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's from dealing with the boys all day long or just welcome me home. That's the way that it works. So yeah. Option two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and honestly, we're super excited. It's, you know, it's been a challenge because we knew this was going to happen. We've made a lot of changes lately for any of our gym members. Um, if you haven't signed up for the app yet, sign up for the sign damn app. The app. But so basically the new software allows a barcode scan from your phone or now a fingerprint identification, multiple ways to come in. The key fob system is still on currently. But this in the effort was that we're not staffed as long hours. And that's an effort to help keep our prices low, you know, cheaper than a lot of the, the, the chains that are in town. And, and the thing is, if you have a friend coming on a Sunday trying to, you know, throw a $10 bill in there, $15 bill, $15 on the table or whatever, where it gets jacked or trying to get approval for, you know, a waiver to be signed. Now you can go right onto ironheavenomaha.com, buy a day pass for your friend. They can download the app and get in the gym 24 hours a day. You don't need to be staffed. You have friends, you have family come in town. You go and try the gym out. You can do it at your leisure on your schedule because there's a lot of you hardworking Omaha folks out there who work, you know, overnights or want to train at 2 a.m. and, or, you know, 10 o'clock at night and gyms aren't staffed. Now you have access 24-7, 365. And yes, it's to all three locations. You don't have to buy a super pass. The brand new club by Westroads, <clears throat> I mean, Gretna, doesn't require a special membership um, <laughs> where you have to sign your soul away. You have access to everything because it's our way of saying thank you to the Omaha and Gretna communities for being so kind to us the last uh, four years. Four years. Four year anniversaries coming up in August. Yes, it is. So crazy. It's just nuts, and we're Should super jacked. League? And huh? New Super League event? No, no. never again. No. Okay. Never no. again. That no. was a nightmare. I'm pretty sure I would die if I. Yeah, did that yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was. Uh, we didn't have weights show up yet. It was nuts. No, and, I. Yeah. And, and to let you guys know what an impact this is in our industry, a lot of states and a lot of gyms weren't as fortunate as we were, and you know it's come out from the CDC a study with 2,800 gyms from from April 1st to October 1st of all the gyms who didn't close for people who trained more than three days a week, the national infection rate for COVID-19 was 0.000-2935% with an incalculable rate of transmission, proving that being healthy, not being overweight, and taking care of yourself is the best way to defend your, your immune system. And and so we were lucky in this state that we didn't ha- we weren't forced to shut down. We we're very fortunate in the way we had set up our corporation that we were able to kind of be into the distancing our spaces are larger so we have a lot more space we're able to still abide by all the rules without you know we weren't violating anything and still have a, a space for people to work out and we also froze any of our our um, members memberships that were afraid and just said hey we totally understand we get it now we're gone through that and that's awesome you know but so we're able to buy a lot of equipment and get some good deals and help some other gym owners out and a lot of our equipment companies we talked to one of them that makes our plates and dumbbells that i don't think it had an order in six wow. months to a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they were ecstatic to be able to get that business. And we're able to keep other small businesses like that open by the fact that we're willing to bet on the community still supporting us and growing. And I think that's awesome. There's a lot to be said by that. And I know that you, you spoke to a lot of them yourself that how excited they were that somebody's ordering equipment again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the impact that 
COVID-19 has had on every industry and especially the gym industry has been pretty massive because you've got, you know, between East coast and West coast, a lot, a lot of those gyms have shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people aren't ordering equipment right now. The only business that actually increased over, over COVID-19 was like rogue and a lot of these smaller, smaller at one-off gym. Yeah. At home yeah. gym dealers that will sell out, you know, bars and racks and stuff like that one off. But any of these bigger companies that are selling actual commercial equipment in large quantities, none of them were getting a lot of business um, because we're one of the only places that's, you know, we're still expanding, we're still growing. So, you know, to have those conversations with those guys and understand that, you know, we're also feeling fueling their business as much as they're helping us move forward. Um, you know, it's, it's awesome. Well, and I think that's, I talked to one of the, one of the guys and they said like, what's the, what's the deal? Is it just Nebraska? Oh no. Some Nebraska gyms got hit, hammered some communities, two cities uh, all around our area. They got, they got nailed. My Maryville, Missouri, uh, Rexy's franchise owns a gym. They got shut down. And I said for us, and I think their benefit was too, is that we don't feed our families off the gyms. Right. In fact, we, for the first three and a half years, we'd never paid out a single penny to ourselves. So we, our other jobs um you know pay for our families and so we were able to really break it down to a shoestring budget and make it through where a lot of the guys and gals who were basically feeding their families off the gym mm-hmm. couldn't afford to do that and that was the one it's the way we structured our original business was our original business structure was just don't lose our ass yes that was literally pretty Is much it? that was our mission statement yeah. try not to lose our ass <laughs> get a nice tax write a hole in the wall warehouse it, it, was it was a tiny and and to grow into what it has in four years is just a testament to the community and how they love the environment and really that is it yes we have the awesome equipment yes we have 24 hour yes we don't do contracts but i think i think you'd all would agree that it's the environment. Yeah. It's the positive culture that we have, and it's a positivity lifting everyone up in there to find their own piece of greatness. Um, and I think that's that's what people are addicted to. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a positive environment. We don't put up with the douchey bullshit mm-hmm. um, because everyone has a chance to be the better version of themselves by coming. And, and I think that's just awesome. And, it's, and seeing the impact we have on some of these smaller companies, the equipment companies, I, I that for me, that's 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 it right there. I love it. You know, and, for sure. For sure. But so then you've got a few other things going on. Just a few. Just a few. Yeah. And and I guess this is why we've always gotten along so well, because Nick has that same can't stop kind yeah. of mentality. Yep. Um, yep. So tell us about you've made a lot of changes with VR physiques in I your have. team and it's a whole new animal. It is. Uh, all right. So, um, you know, I again, just like with the gyms, I kind of took the mentality of going all in because when I believe in myself, I believe in what I'm doing. Um, I'm willing to take the risk. So when everybody else is typically backing off, I threw more money at it. Um, I ended up hiring an advisor to kind of give me an idea of kind of how to how to scale a training business. Because I was getting to the point where I was realizing that I can't do 70 to 80 clients by myself, still get out the quality of, of work that I want. Um, and I was limited. I was stuck mm-hmm. at that at that that number. And so it was more of an aspect of it wasn't because I couldn't take on more people. It was because I knew if I did, I'd lose my quality. Yeah. And my whole entire reason behind the gyms and behind training and behind nutrition and everything that I do is to impact people's lives. And so I wanted to figure out a way to create more impact. Um, So I ended up reaching out to a guy, um, Matt, over at TRM. And he basically teaches you how to scale your business for whatever, whatever purposes you want it to be as far as training and or gyms or whatever it might be. So we're going back and forth and, um, you know, he came out, he just gave me the idea and he's like, listen, man, at this point in time, you know, my biggest concerns were that I was spending way too much time away from my family 
Um, you guys know that you yeah. guys do the same exact thing with business. And so it's always about prioritizing. Um, typically when it comes to business, it's all about prioritizing between money or time. Yeah. Like that's literally what it comes down to. And I was really bad about my time because I wanted to make more money. Yeah. And so, you know, he looked at me and he's like, okay, listen, you need to realize number one, what, and I think this is a lesson a lot of people can learn is what is your true value? What are you actually worth? And then number two, the other aspect is, is understanding that you can um, increase the value of your time by simply increasing the value of yourself, right? Yeah. And then understanding that there are other people that can help you if you're willing to back off and allow other people to take the reins in order to make it so that you can expand and grow a business mm -hmm. without necessarily having to do all the work yourself, right? Yeah. And so, again, my goal was, okay, well, how, how can I impact more people? And also impact a lot of the trainers that are around us that I can see are like struggling, can't find more clients, can't build, can't whatever it might be. And so we basically came up with the idea of me personally, I've gotten to a point now where I will cap off the number of people I work with at 50, at 50 people, right? Yeah. My rate automatically went up because of the fact that I knew that if I wanted to only work with 50 people, it had to be a select 50 clients. Yeah. The only way that that was going to be possible is if that I also gave an option to every client that was with me for other people to work with. Yeah. So why not bring on the coaches that are on my team that I can mentor and can help them understand exactly what I know as a coach yeah. Yeah. and the knowledge that I have and have it so that my price point doesn't change for a lot of those clients that didn't want to stick with me from the price advantage side of things, but can still work with a coach. And then on top of that, I still look over everything that's going on with that coach and that and that individual. So awesome. it's a cool way to kind of structure everything that I'm still able to help massive quantities of people. I just don't have to be the direct contact all the time. Yeah. And so it's really nice for me because I have my 50 clients or so that I have. But then now I've got, you know, three coaches underneath of me that all have their handful of clients and every week I'm meeting with each one of those coaches and they're going, they're saying, Hey, listen, this person, this person, and this person, here's their issues. How do we navigate this? Yeah. And so instead of me, instead of me having, you know, each one of those clients being a half hour, 45 minute conversation where I'm doing, you know, 70 hours of work with 70 clients. Now it comes down to, I've got my 50 clients that I deal with. And then I've got my one-on-one -on -one sessions with my coaches, which those are about an hour long. But those are we can cover 10 to 15 clients in that hour yeah as to what approaches what tweaks to make in order to see success yeah. yeah and so it's a way for me to impact more and more people but without having to be the direct source and a way to scale this so that we can start to impact hundreds and then hopefully thousands of people um without having to necessarily be all on me yeah and that's that's the hard part with personal training that's the reason why personal trainers can only cap out at a certain amount because you can only work so many hours in a week yeah before you're done right yeah so got to figure out a way to scale that and make it so that it actually works for everybody. But then, you know, then the clients that are with your under your other coaches still get the benefit of somebody with your level of experience Correct. and expertise. And so they know there's still eyes on yep. everything, which is nice. I mean, that's, that's advantageous. And then you're, you're passing it on, you're passing it on to other trainers. Well, and they get to learn a lot. Yeah. So. And so the cool thing for me is, is um, kind of the, the evolution of where this is kind of heading is um, you know, First off, bi-weekly, we actually do now a team call where we do a giant Zoom call where it's anybody and everybody's clients. So it's my clients, it's my coach's clients, it's my coaches. We all come onto a, a call for an hour a week and we cover a topic. Like last 
Wednesday, we actually covered blood work and Dutch test. And what is blood work and what is what are Dutch tests and why would you use them? And what, you know, what, whatever, what um, can you learn from that for your specific situation? And so the cool part about it is now I get to educate on a mass scale yeah. without having to do it one-on-one on one-on-one. Yeah. And so again, more impact, right? Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, the other thing is, is again, yes, like you said, I'm able to actually impact trainers and help them learn so that they're going to prosper as well. And I understand the concept. It's a lot like our gyms. I understand the concept of the way that I work with the people that work underneath me. I don't want your clients that are coming to you. Cool. Have them do your, do your thing with them. I'm more than happy to advise you on what to change with them if you need it. Yeah. All I need is I need help with the people that are coming to me because I can't take on anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so that's really what it comes down to is I'm just bringing a team of, of trainers underneath of me, one to educate them and help them learn. But then also any clients that I can't take on, you guys can you guys can help me out on that front. Yeah. Um, and so it's just a, an advantageous thing that works for everybody. And I think in the way that my brain is working, this is still in its infancy. But in the way that my brain works is there's no real reason for anybody to go anywhere else because of the fact that you're able to create your own income. You're able to, to boost your knowledge and you're just helping me with a couple of people here or there to make sure that everybody is getting a massive impact. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, you're going to have trainers who are maybe phenomenal at in-person training, but are for lack of a term, terrible salespeople, right. right? And don't have a social media presence, which right now is how we market ourselves. You have the name and helps them get clients. Right. And you have ones that um, maybe are great at sales, but need a lot to learn on, on, you know, nutrition and training and, and blood and all the, all the blood work and all that kind of stuff. And you teach them on that. So it's, it's like a win, win, win to me. I mean, right. we right. first started explaining it to me. I'm like, that actually work. And we actually brought it up and I'm all of a sudden I'm watching it. And so much so that one of our managers who I've groomed into this managing position <laughs> Nate tells me that, Hey, she's not going to be with you no longer. I have her, I'm giving her so many clients. I'm like, don't you do it to me right now. I was opening a third gym. My daughter's getting married. We got two franchises opening. I'm like, yeah. And then it was like a week later. Hey, can I talk to you? Like, Shit. She's going to quit. <laughs> Damn it. You know? And she's like, well, I'm going to kind of transition slowly out. I go, that's awesome. I mean, how, how so happy. Right. You know, because I'm like, you're, you're taking, like you do exactly what I asked. Everyone have a side hustle. And I hope either you're full time with me, start your own store or your side hustle takes off. You make money. And if that's the case, I mean like that's, that's awesome. It sucks. So I ended up hiring her boyfriend to start managing another store. <laughs> I'm like, I'll keep, I'll keep my, my hands on the family. Um, well, that's awesome. I mean, so there really is no limit to this scale really for you. Do you think? I mean, so I don't think there's a limit to it, but it will change the direction of my role, which I'm actually excited about. Yeah. So what it does for me is it changes my role into the aspect of what I eventually want to do, which is I want to actually become more of an educator than yeah. an actual coach. Right. I mean, coaching is educating. Yeah. But. Um, you know, the goal that eventually that I'd like to get to is getting to a point where um, I can be a trainer's trainer and I can teach people how to do this, yeah. but I can also teach trainers how to become better trainers. Yeah. Um, because I've always been gifted for whatever reason. I've been gifted with the the ability to teach others and be able to put things into words that other people understand a little bit easier than, you know, a lot of your high science guys that can't talk more than two sentences without saying some word you know, don't even understand. Yeah. Um, and so. You know, in that aspect, I think my role will definitely change. And I think the way that I perceive the business will definitely change. Um, I'm still going to work with clients because I like that one-on-one -on -one relationship. But I think over time that will end up kind of 
coming down a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and just be very more specific of who I work with. Um, but I, but again, I think that in, in something that will replace that will be more of coaching of coaches. Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm seeing this go in that direction as far as that, all that goes. I mean, a lot of changes when you have kids, kids start getting involved in stuff and especially when you get past 30 and when you get to 40, (laughs) you know, there's just certain things that I had the, that I knew was grinding. I knew it wasn't the plan for the long term, but I could deal with it just fine to the point that this last, especially this last year or two, I'm like, okay. Things have to change. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to, like, and how to bring things to scale. And that's saying it's a word that's used a lot. I look a lot of Gary Vee. Everybody knows that. But like taking the scale, like, okay, you just literally did exactly that. You literally described how scale works. Right. You know, and that's, we did that in another podcast where I'm like, okay, how do I multiply myself? I can't physically be everywhere. I can't be on call all the time. But also people still buy, like the nutrition brand, they buy into the brand. They buy, I have to be some way social media podcasting, those kind of things. Like, how do I do that? And the fact that you have a monthly, you said a monthly call with? Week, bi-weekly. Twice a month? Twice a month. All right, I'm gonna go for once a month. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would love to do that with my franchise owners, yeah. my shop managers, just put them all in one big Zoom and see if, because some people are afraid to tell me about a problem they're having. Or if somebody else might have that camaraderie and that common problem. Oh my God, I had that same issue. I thought it was just a thing. I think, I mean, that, that's the whole point is that we get ideas from each other, you know, and I, I think that's something that we honestly should implement with all of our franchisees, Absolutely. especially now that they're, I mean, Hot Springs, Arkansas opens next week. I'm, I can't just jump down there. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, I can't get down there. I mean, if San Diego ends up happening. Well, I, I think you know, the cool thing that you'll start to notice is when you start to implement something like that is the feedback that we're getting from clients is so much more than I had ever even imagined. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Cause they're like, I never knew that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I haven't that, I've had that conversation with you before, but that's okay. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So the cool part about this is, is now, and the other aspect that we're doing is, um, with those Zoom calls, we're recording them. So then we just post them up in our Team BR Physiques Facebook group. Yeah. So if you can't make it to the call, now you can go back and watch it. So it's a learning tool that we can use in the future as well. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, and I was trying to do it. Like, and I like doing the training videos. We have a private Facebook group for all the Rexius employees and the franchise employees to learn. But I think that this would give me more direct feedback oh, yeah. in that aspect that they could, you know, this is the Zoom call. This is what we're going through. I mean, especially as we expand. Matt, that's what we did a couple of years ago where we said, okay, we're going to spend more one-on-one time with just our managers and just get them in group meetings and get them to multiply, to believe in the system. And when we did that, sales have gone up dramatically back to where they were when I was still running shops and Shane was still running shops. And I had this meathead looking guy over at my maple store um, <laughs> called baby elephant or something. Yeah, something like that. And something like that. And, yeah. and, you know, it was different because it, we went to scale so fast. And it was like, oh, God, like, I don't even know these people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they know who we are, but I don't really know them. Right. And they don't really know me. So how can they really portray the brand? If I don't have any one-on-one time and there's a lot of beautiful things that have happened over this last year. Zoom became a thing. I never done a Zoom in my damn life. Yeah. Didn't ever have a desire to. And now it's kind of part of the process, but it really is. It's an advantageous mm-hmm. position for us to bookkeeping and accounting and that kind of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of ways to utilize. I love that. That's an awesome idea. So. Well, and I will say, you know, even from the coaching and training side of things, that's made a huge impact on that, on that industry in general. Because of the fact that a lot of people aren't going to gyms. So a lot of people yeah. are, are picking up coaches based off of social media. Yeah. And then your my consultation calls are literally Zoom meetings with these people to figure out what their issue is. How can I help them and what we can do? Um, and you can literally do a lot of this stuff virtually now 
when it comes to like people that are nowhere near your neck of the woods, right? Yeah. I love the in-person stuff and I love being able to work with people in person because there's a lot more you can do in person than via Zoom. Yeah. Um, but it has opened a door to a different revenue stream yeah. if you're really thinking about it. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it, it does. I mean, it's, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. That's, Thanks. that's kind of fantastic. You know, I take back some of the things I said about yeah, you. Yeah, you know, just a little thing. Just a little thing. It's okay. Like, yeah. like you're nice. That's not true. That's, um, <laughs> nobody would agree with that. No, I know. I, um, but so that, that's awesome though. I think that, um, I mean, cause I know a lot of the people who are working with you are absolutely ecstatic. I know that the trainers, I mean, for them, it's, I mean, watching Jama and watching some of these guys and you know, Craig's Craig Ailish is starting to work yep. with you too. And yep. that's awesome. You know, I think that and the guys, especially who are already training around our gym, that's kind of fantastic. Well, and the cool thing for me is seeing the transition of them as a coach. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already seeing it with Jama. Yeah. Like she's starting to own her stuff a lot more. She's starting to be, you know, it's even like, I look back at like, even when Guffy was in the shops. So we talked about this the other day, Yeah, but even when Guffy was in the shops, the evolution of what Guffy has come from to where he is now. Yeah is insane. Oh, oh, from yeah. a guy who didn't ever want to be on camera ever to now Brixton Nash. Brixton Nash. <laughs> All right, so here's the doing thing. his own doing his own promo wrestling videos. All right, so when yeah. I started working with managers more one-on-one trying to multiply myself, I'm like I go, I need somebody else who's willing to pop on a camera cuz I can't fucking do it all the time. And Guffy is one of the funniest sons of bitches I know. He just I just it cracks me up. Sense of humor, dry sense of humor, his kind of insults but they're still funny enough you have to laugh at your own expense um he's that guy so i used to walk in the shop like i go you gotta go camera i really don't want to i go well we're going live in five four no and he'd just freeze i mean i got the videos he was like hi i'm cody i'm like and now the having a personality it's like an entire you know personality with brixton nash is pro wrestling um Persona, persona, yes. Uh, whatever it came with the name, he always gives me. But um, you know, that's just awesome. Watching each one of these people, it, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. You know, and and honestly, with the, with the right train and an adverse, you know, it. I'm gonna know who's faking it. Mm-hmm. If I have more one-on-one zooms with people, and I'm or I'm doing these groups, I can see who's actually applying and who's not. We have over franchises all the time. We always say like, you bought into the name for a reason. Like it's your business. I'm a business partner. I'm I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just gonna tell you how it works. Yep. And the ones who listen, and we heard I've witnessed it firsthand, 100% increases in 30, 60 days. And they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I kind of know what I'm doing. But I'm not one that come off egotistically, and I don't micromanage for shit. If right. they are a franchise, they own it. Yep. You know, and same with your coaches. It's them. They're the ones that have to do the contact. If they don't do it, it'll expose itself pretty yes. quick. Yeah. yeah. That's why I always love commission sales when I used to do that, because I didn't really have to. I'm going to give you the tools. Whether or not you want to eat is up to you. Yep. But, you know. I mean, that's why I never had to worry about firing people. If you were good, you made money. And if you didn't, then you didn't. You didn't. Yeah. You know, it was pretty yep. easy that way. For sure. Um, and I think that you brought that up, though. You have a mentor. Like, you got a mentor for this. And I know this about the guys who don't know this about Nick is he'll spend a lot of time at his craft. You constantly invest money back into yourself. Yeah. I mean, every little book series. I mean, I'm walking his office. Look at this new 900 page manual. I'm like, God, that looks like worse than VCR. <laughs> I'm like, that's like the worst thing from my key I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, like, but no, it, you, you spend time in getting coached by other people and coaching and, and, and mentors. Like that says a lot. I think that that's where a lot of people in business, when you start making money, yeah. especially when you start making money, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm an expert. I know my shit. I have fallen victim to this shit before where also, I mean, we like, I talked to this other business guy, the CEO, and he wants to do this. I'm like, I'm a 
fucking CEO. I kind of know my shit, you know? And that's, you have to check yourself. So how'd you reach out to this mentor? How'd that kind of come about? Well, so, I mean, first off, I will say that my mentality is and always will be that I'm a student first. And I think that's where um, a lot of people fail is mm-hmm. that they they start to be like oh well I'm the shit I'm the I'm the mentor yeah, now I got yeah this. right I got this yeah Didn't yeah you know? with the swag like that um, <laughs> and uh, I, and that's not you know I think that's where you go wrong and I, I've tried to ingrain that in my own head for a long time and I'll get caught up in my own ways every once in a while just like you yeah only to realize like okay you, you don't know everything get your ass back to work and start start learning again yeah. right yeah um, so actually I got introduced to Matt. Um, through a buddy of mine, Jeff Black, who owns a gym in Nashville. So we went to it. It's all weird how this all works out, but I was going on a, uh, to a conference for continuing education at this gym. Uh, and it was Jeff and a couple other presenters that were there that were, um, having talks and Jeff and I just kind of talked back and forth and kind of hit it off as, as buddies and we've been back and forth and whatnot. And, uh, he had posted up a, a thing, a, a picture with a plaque and the plaque had said something like, he was like 20 K or something like that. And I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, Oh, well I started working with a guy and he took, he took my business to a point where now I'm making 20 K a month. And I'm like, I would like to meet this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, him and I had a conversation, went back and forth and he recommended me to Matt and Matt and I had a zoom call and we went back and forth and Matt's based out of Canada. Um, but super intelligent guy. And he, Really what he's teaching me is teaching me systems. Yeah. And that's where people, that's where people fuck up yeah. is they don't have systems in place. So, you know, I am, I am much more, and we all know this, I am much more of the, I can create the vision and I can see where everything's going to go, but I don't have the systems to get us there. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's how I've always been. I can, I can, I'm a go-getter. I will make shit happen, but, and I will have it in my head of what's going to happen, but you're not going to have me sitting there drawing out detailed plans of how to make everything work. Yeah. Right? Um, that's where you guys come into play. So, <laughs> so, you know, it, you know, and that's the reason why we work well, yeah. but at the same time, it's also an area where I knew that I, I suffered and I needed to bring somebody else in to teach me systems in order to make things much more efficient, much more, much more, um, uh, precise when it came to the amount of time that I was spending doing things. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's now automa- automated my inboarding process. So when anybody comes to me and asks to be, or, comes to me and wants to be coached. Um, it's actually already automated where it literally, they submit their information. Their information goes into a database. The database reaches back out to them, says, here's an information form, fill it out for us. Boom. Here's what, here's to set up a zoom call. Boom. All I get is I get a zoom call in my, in my calendar. It's done. So I, all the touch, all the original touch, I didn't even have anymore. Nice. Um, so it's automated that process, which is great because it gets rid of all that those 15, 20, 30 minutes that I would have spent going back and forth. Whereas now it's okay, well, you're set up for a zoom call. That's when we'll do our consultation. That's when we'll talk. I already have the information of what you're looking for. Now I can align you with what's going to make sense. Yeah, sure. It makes sense. So, um, that aspect. And then again, just the aspects of, um, you know, teaching me this, the systems of how to scale. And so again, it was, it was an aspect of, I saw someone else seeing success and not being afraid to ask, which is where I believe a lot of people fail as well, is because just because somebody else is successful doesn't mean that you can't ask them how that how that happened. Yeah. yeah. Most of us are in, in small business are flying by the seat of our pants at all times. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth. Yep. And so we're learning as we go. And yeah. when we find things that work for us, we stick to it. 
And so I would rather take it from somebody who's in the business that's getting success. How did you do that? And where can I, where can I learn how to do this? Yeah. And that's how it happened. Well, I mean, the thing is you went to a conference, you know, and that's, and that's where I, I, and I made this very pointed to her. I mean, I maybe it was, I, I do the chamber meetings. I do the thing that's for local. That's more or less for building my roots in the, in the community kind of stuff. And, and half the time we go to like some of the smaller chambers, we're one of the bigger businesses there. And that's fine. The Omaha chamber was here, kiss this ring, kiss that ring. I'm like, kiss my ass. I'm out. <laughs> um, I'm not sitting here in a, kiss the UP's ass. I don't give a shit. So it was hard. I just kind of got burnt out on some of those things. But I, I told her, I'm like, we need to do these franchise conferences. We need to do these things. And it's just finding time. So that's why we've been delegating, selling off our out of town locations, just focusing on the franchise, do what we can and can't control time-wise, letting Steve take over the app with, uh, with, uh, scheduling, Scheduling. you know, a few less store, but both that we have to just absolutely have to. And, and I, and I was, uh, I think the pandemic, Really, that's the one thing that it, one of the things that it did me some good was, fuck, I will take any conference anywhere. Yeah. I don't care if it's on Microsoft Office and it's in, you know, Hoboken, New Jersey. I'm going to go. I just want to go someplace. I want people and have a conference. And I told her, like, we get out of this pandemic. We're going to we're going to finally fucking do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think we had that with uh, Brad Epstein earlier that he's talking about systems like him when he had to go to scale. Like, hey, you can't do. 2017 business with 2009 you know, startup procedures, but a lot of us do. We stick in the same boat. Yeah. Um, and and Mark Eldridge, who's with Focus Business Financing, who's been financing our franchise, we had him on his, his episode actually here today. And and he's been pushing and he's persistent as shit. Yeah. And he's like, yes, you need to do these centers for you. You need to do these networking. I know you don't want to. I know that you think that you're too big for this or that, you know, but here's these conferences. He's like, you have to do these things because yep. it is. And it's because I I'm very I always think everyone's coming at me from an angle. I've just been done this too long. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, what am I going to they're going to try to all of a sudden I'm not going to know what's going on. And I'm going to be signing a document that cost me 10,000 bucks. It's just how it is. We're suckers. I get excited. The entire process of selling. You're a sucker. You need to stand up harder. But the entire process of selling excites the shit out of me. I've studied it my entire professional career. And when I tell you people, like, I've studied it, it doesn't mean, like, I read a book. Like, I've read them all. As in, like, I studied neurolinguistics. That's when I get one of my master's in was, like, neurolinguistic programming. I studied tie-down questions. You know, positive reinforcement. The colors that make people want to buy. The smells. The scents. Like, I get into it in such a... A mind screwing level, it's ridiculous, but I just it just it fascinates the shit out of me. And so the problem is when I have a good salesman selling me shit, I'm screwed. So I protect myself from ever getting into that position by not going to anything. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was. Like I can tell the the window story. Yeah. I told her, I'm like, all right, we got four companies come over, we're gonna squote some windows last year. We need windows, we had a little bit of hail money, but not enough to even come close. I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going to live in this house forever. Guy, I go, we're not saying yes. We're not signing shit today. I don't care what the deal is. Deal, deal. An hour later, he's trying to get financing for me for $38,000 for Windows. And I was going to sign this shit. <laughs> and then it didn't go through because he put, I think he put my social security number in wrong. Something. And then I'm like. I go, Brittany, what the fuck are we doing? She goes, well, we did save 10000 today. I'm like, the fact that it's 48000 on Windows should have told us something. You know, 10000 you sorry today. And and then the guy calls back the next day. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Like, I go, I should not. He goes, I go, it's not going to happen the way it's going to happen. There's no way in hell. Not happening. I'm like, I'll just live with broken windows. Don't give a shit. And a week later, our mail guy hooked us up with the window guy who did it for seven. 
Had I found that out, I would, I mean, I would have gotten so sick to my stomach. Oh, yeah. We saved literally thirty, $31,000. I'm like, it's just because I'm, I, so I've avoided this shit. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of business people are that way. They're like, I don't want to get talked in this shit. We've all been sold to so much by, especially when you're new, the radio ad exec, mm-hmm. who's not going to be there in three months, the TV, the, the coupon mailer, snap pack, whatever it is. Um, yeah, everyone open. Nobody does. No, like no, nobody no. fucking does. Nobody this is the radio. Nobody watches TV anymore. Social media marketing ads are a pain in the ass. And I mean, I know I might get some phone calls from this. The amount of SEO emails I get a week. <laughs> and so I just don't go to shit. I don't even have meetings anymore because of the fear they're going to try to talk me into shit. Yeah. And I get annoyed. And I don't want anybody to dislike me because I will, I'll get mad. And I mean, I don't hide that emotion real well. My wife really doesn't hide it very well. <laughs> no. She's got no. RBF, the worst case in history. Yeah. No. <laughs> smiling RBF right yeah, there. Smiling RBF. <laughs> I'll cut you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's what I told her. Like, this actually, like, exactly what, because I've seen you do it continuously, and it's motivating. And I'm like, I got to do that shit. And I know I need to, like, I'm good at what I do. I'm damn good at what I do. But I can be better. Mm-hmm. And now we're at a point now where it's like, I don't want to talk to anybody who hasn't done what I've done. You know what I mean? And that's the thing where I'm like, I can't get advice from this dude over here in Omaha because he hasn't done what I've done. Right. The other people in my industry who've done what I've done are all bankrupt because I hated their business structure. I hated their value structure, I should say. Yeah. I'm like, and then Mark had brought up, he goes, there's a lot of freaking franchisors at these conferences Mm -hmm. and you just find ones that you align with morally and then ask them how they're doing their stuff. Maybe you're the same size. Maybe they're a little bit smaller than you, but they have a different system in place where you're like, oh shit, I can use that. I'm like, that's true. I yeah. mean, and that's, we've, I got more involved in, in my supplement owners group on Facebook because they're all independent and yeah, we're, we're probably the largest chain in there, but you know, still I got, I got, I got to call it like credit card machines. <laughs> Second time they've threatened to shut down my credit card machines because now Wells Fargo considers uh, protein powders, muscle building supplements, the same as steroids and colon cleansers. Woo, that's going to ruin the world. <laughs> Cleaning out your fucking colon. Way to kick small business right in the dick after a pandemic, especially when 90% of the people hospitalized in the pandemic are obese and I happen to sell weight loss products. Apparently that's snake oils and charms. This is going to get me sued. I don't really give a shit. It makes me famous. Yeah. Right. And, and so I, I put a post up in my subowners group. It's a group that I do go to and, and, I'll, I'll name drop him. Steve Calabrese up in New York. So natural body for since like 1994, 92, maybe 90. It's been this a long time. Literally messages me direct. This guy's busy. He's got five locations in New York. Busier than shit. It's kind of the guy's been around for. He goes, here's my cell phone number. Call me. So I called him. And as much as I hate talking on the phone, I'm like, I'll call Steve. And he goes, here's my guy. This happened to me in 2012. I had been with Chase for 20 years, whatever. They dropped me, locked my accounts. This dude got me up in 12 hours. Here's his name. Here's his personal cell phone number. You tell him I sent you, he'll take care of you. And immediately, like, I was going from panic attack mode because I have all these franchise stores. Mm-hmm. I have two new stores opening in two weeks. Are they not going to process credit cards on, on their Clover stations because some dickweed in... <laughs> But fuck Egypt decided that all of a sudden that protein powders was going to kill everybody, that we all need to McDonald's instead. I digress. And so instantly, whew, blood pressure came down, calm. I had three other owners reach out to me. Here's my guy. He's going to call you. So now I have three. I have more options on the table right now in 24 hours than I've had just because of networking and grouping. Yep. Yep. But that's all going back to, you know, invest in yourself, talk to the people, get ideas, drop your fucking ego. Yep. I, I could have been like, I'll figure it out. And what would I, what would I figure out? I bought like five square readers 
yeah. too much and they're on their way right now. They find out the square would probably drop me too. I'm like, well, shit. I mean, just by asking a question, dropping ego at the door. And you embody that better than any person I know because you've always been that. You've let people coach you just to see how they coach. Right. Which I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I mean, okay, you but know, this, this is the thing though. I'm, again, I'm never going to be like, I, I know everything for one. Number two, every single opportunity that's ever been brought into me so far in my life is because of people that I've met. It wasn't because of like my own God-given ability to be better than everybody that I'm, that I'm successful, right? Mm -hmm. It's because of the fact that, yeah, I had knowledge, but at the same time, I wasn't ever, I never let my ego get ahead of me to the point where I'm okay asking for help from anybody and everybody around me. And I want to meet everybody because I never know when that person could impact my life at some point in time, yeah. sure. right? Um, you know, I think that saying of, you know, everybody's put in your life for a reason, and, you know, God doesn't allow people to come into your life unless there's a specific reason for that. Mm -hmm. It's been proven to me time and time again, where it was like a random opportunity came up and some person that I met three years ago that had an impact on me. I remembered them for that situation, called them up and boom, they worked with me. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, it's the same thing of the equipment that we got from the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Yep. It was random that I, I met this guy. Super, super fucking nice. Um it was Larry Brown sent me over a post from this guy that was saying he was selling some equipment. I messaged him on Instagram. He's like, oh, I sold that. But I guess what? I got other stuff. Cool. Great. Listen, what do you have? What are you willing to get rid of? Okay, cool. Tell you what, we'll book a flight down to Texas. We'll come down. We'll pick it up. We'll bring it back to our gym. Go down there. The guy takes us out to lunch. He has a conversation with us for hours talking about, you know, lifting and, um, the mechanics of the machines and so on and so forth. And I'm just nerding out the whole time. And Steve's yeah. sitting there like, I can't believe I made this trip to Texas for this. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so we're, we're loading up all this equipment and, uh, and, you know, super nice guys shook hands with him. Um, you know, a believer too. Yeah. And, uh, it was super, it was super cool about everything. And, um, you know, then Tyler is his name, by the way, um, came back to Omaha, brought the equipment back, said, thank you. One of the pieces actually broke. Within like two days, he sent us out a brand new piece to fix that piece. I mean, we bought this stuff from him for like pennies on the dollar in comparison yeah. to what it should be worth. Yeah. Um, and the guy was just super nice because he knew it was going to a gym that would actually care about the equipment and respect the heritage of the equipment mm -hmm. that it was because it was all old, very cool, unique, unique pieces. pieces. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, and uh, just in that time frame that we were talking, sitting there having a conversation over lunch – we had talked, I had talked about maybe expanding eventually. And it wasn't even talking about a third gym. It was just expanding one of our gyms to make it a little bit bigger. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, four months later out of the blue, we hadn't really talked all that much, maybe once or twice, but four months later, he's like, Hey, I've got a deal for you. Give me a call. Sends me his number and I call him and that's how it went down. So, you know, it's again, every person that I've ever met and every opportunity that I've ever taken, this is the reason why I take these trips to wherever to pick up equipment because mm -hmm. I never knew who I'm going to meet. You know what I mean? And I never know what that contact could eventually do for me down the road mm -hmm. or what I could do for that contact down the road. And so uh, that's the cool part for me. It's just about being a good person. Yeah. And honestly, and it's between being a good person and having good karma. And, and honestly, I know we're all here. We're believers. We all have faith. And, and I, I'm not egotistical enough to believe that all this worked out just by my own grit and determination. I believe God is a blessing constantly. And to give you guys an idea, we found out about this equipment. We won that bid. I found that building like four hours later. The next day, as we're laughing about it, I'm like, okay, God, 
I'm a picture book kind of kid. This is working out. I get an email from the guy from Blue Moon Fitness. Hey, do you want to buy some some cardio equipment, which is usually right now very hard to find. Yeah. And also typically aside from weights is your most expensive investment for starting a gym. Yes. Yeah. And that's in, and it pennies on the dollar. Yeah. And so it's sitting in the back of my 120th center store and in the back of the warehouse and a few other places <laughs> we had to cram this shit and you know, it just, Oh my God, you know, and then we call up the weights place. Well, he hasn't any business and it's the best price we've ever gotten just because yep. they're excited to have any business. I'm like, all right. And then the banker goes, well, Hey, there's a new SBA loan program. It's way less money down. It's a lower interest rate. There's no risk. It's better for the bank and they'll make your first three payments for you. I'm like, all right, I'm listening. Yep. You know, I'm, and that's just it. And then it's, you know, it's a lot about having just being good people and paying it forward to other people around you and, I, and opportunities come your way. It's, I don't believe in luck. Luck is bullshit. Yeah. Luck is the word for the same people like the word passive income. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't exist at all. You got to grind, you work hard to treat people good and good things happen. So, well, I'm excited. I, I have a new that I'm trying to I'm start right now. I'm starting it right now. Name one professional goal and one personal goal you want to accomplish by the end of this year. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm. Brittany. Ooh, me too. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Sitting here making fun. Spots. You're 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 not only your position here is just to make fun of me ever and say hey every time you gotta jump uh, into. Professional goal would be to between all of the companies, um, streamline the office end of it more. Yeah, and I feel that get more organization because we um, probably spend. Combined, mm -hmm. the two of us about eight hours a day in in office work for the com all three companies, yeah. minimally. Okay, that's good. Nick, uh, from a professional side of things, huh. um, so <laughs> my mentor gave me a really really crazy goal for December. Yeah. So the month of December. He wanted me to grow 60K in my in my training business in the month of December. Damn. Which is ridiculous. It's, but let me put it this way. I'm gonna shift the I'm gonna shift the frame on that and say by my goal for this year is to have not only to keep my roster full, but fill every coach that under is underneath me's roster. Awesome. That's awesome. So and that's impacting people personally too. Yeah. Because that's giving them an income that the otherwise probably wouldn't be able to have. Right. That's awesome. So is your personal goal to compete in bikini later this year? Yes. Yes. Biggest glutes on stage. <laughs> Biggest glutes on stage. Oh um, yes. Uh, Nick walks out with heels in a two piece oh, God, what, that's what gonna are be the horrible. horses with the the human with the horse. Manator? Yeah. Yeah, that's Manator. Nick. That's me. Yeah. Instead yes. of baby rhino, you should be Manator. <laughs> <laughs> Honor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bring on the memes. Right. Um, yeah, no, you know, not about that. Honestly, for for me, it, it's let's get the third gym open. Yep. Everyone's happy. You know, we're covering bills by the end of the year, which I know will be sooner than that. But that's I keep my that goal just basic. I don't want to. I'll get excited about the potential more than I got to focus on the main goal. In yep. I I hope my managers are listening to this. I you know I want to I want to sell Sioux City, and I I may eventually sell Bellevue. I need I need more time to dedicate to franchisees. And I would like to have six total stores open this year. We're already at two. Um, definitely a third I already know of, so three more. And that's a huge goal for me. It puts us 
at a capstone we've never been at before. And uh, I want every franchisee to have a record-breaking year. That's it. It's pretty simple for me. It's it's if they're lower end goals, ones I know that I can accomplish. But you know, it, I've I have a tendency if I set my goals too big, I'll go ahead and write the check. As we have seen me do in the past, yeah, because mm-hmm. I I double down on me every time, so I got to make sure my goals are two or three steps in front of me that are achievable. So personally, I just I don't want to I don't want to miss more than five of my kids' events this year. Now I have six kids, so five events is not that many for anyone out there judging. Shut up, Karen. Anyways, <laughs> um, you know I, I I'm gonna have to miss a, a soccer game or a football game or a baseball game. It's gonna happen or a recital with with six kids. But if I cannot miss more than five the remainder of this year, that would be a huge personal goal for me. Which is why we're making all these changes because I've been missing about half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would be on track to probably miss fifty, thirty to 50, between thirty and forty events probably the rest of the year if I stayed at the pace I've been at. So. What's your personal? Ooh. Have sex with your husband as many times as possible. I mean, that's all we Yes. <laughs> that's a given <laughs> for my benefit, not yes. yours. Yes. <laughs> it was getting too quiet. I had to shake things up a little bit. I had to throw the awkwardness in. There, and yes. there we are. Personal goal. Um, <laughs> I think it would tie in with hey, the professional. Hey, who's that good on the TV there. That's Terexius. This Terexius. He's chubby. Oh. Anyways, um, that's a really bad right angle from the camera. <laughs> that, is chat. A small, that is a smaller Dude, movie, right? Now, for real, sure. Yeah. Personal goals. Anyway, uh, sorry. Personal goal would probably tie in ish to the professional goal of getting Time. everything more, yes, Time. getting everything more organized so then create more, not we, just time, but quality f- time. Fucking date nights again would be yeah. awesome. Not being able to. Or being able to step away and not have to answer put out fires or every five seconds. Yeah. So being present. Being there present. we go. So the whole entire reason why I did invest in the mentor and everything else was a personal goal that I'm achieving now, but I want to make sure stays through the end of the year, which is my weekends are for my family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my Monday through Fridays are long days and I'm okay with that, but I had made a promise that Saturdays and Sundays would be for family and for family only. Yeah. And so that's the personal goal that I have for the rest of the year is to not let myself get in my own way yeah. and add shit back onto my plate so that that is no longer a thing. Yeah. I mean, we got good people around us, you know what it is. And that's in it. My always fear was that I, nobody can do it better than I can. So I should just do it. Yeah. And I still have way too much of that in me. You do. But I also have, it's also, I've made mistakes. I've put some wrong people in the wrong positions before and not vetted people correctly and made my expectations very clear and I'm too nice and then they stay too long. Mm-hmm. Like I usually make the decision whether somebody should go within probably 21 days. It just takes me usually two years to get rid of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty fucking fair. Uh, yeah, you guys yeah, know yeah, that, that is yeah, pretty fair. But I hate not giving people the chance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I think also as I get older, the younger kids seem to be more annoying. Um, if I'm being real. God, and I am getting old, but it's he's gonna start there. he's gonna start like barking at people in the front lawn. <laughs> I, I, sweeping don't the walk your dogs that way. Yeah, sweeping the You driveway. can't turn left there. <laughs> I, I yell at people through the car when the windows are up. And she she thinks that makes me like nine hundred years, which is true. I do it all the time. Um but you know that's I think that's a lot of it is that I, I have Less tolerance for the bullshit of laziness anymore, which I'm okay with. 
yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm not having a problem calling people out when it needs to be called out. And it's, it's a thing that because our, my kids are that age now. Yeah. And I'm like, if you want something, you're going to have to go earn it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's one cute thing to say it in a post. It's a whole other thing to say, no, mm-hmm. really. No, like I'm, I'm done. I'm done being taken advantage of, which has been my biggest thing. You know that and yep. it's due to you that I'm like, I've been too nice. There are a lot of people that really should not have worked for me as long as they worked. And that's, that's part of the thing is streamlining this year because yeah. we spend entirely too much time putting out fires seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God, if I could just have a Sunday morning and not have a single message or a complaint come through on a, anything till like noon, that would be a huge, massive achievement. So, yes. but it's just the whole, I can't stand, can't stand it. And I, and I don't know any way to fix this. If somebody messages into any of the companies, that the, the business is being left on the table. I agree. That there's an unsatisfied customer someplace. And so we talked about this before, rotating who's responsible for what on these days, mm-hmm. just even in rotation. You know, like, all right, Steve, this Saturday, Sunday, it's your baby. Yep. I'll take the next one. That way I know that Rexy's is handled, VHI is handled, Iron Heaven's handled, where I can literally give my wife 24 hours of uninterrupted attention. Yep. So... Yeah, that's, that's like that's the noise that I, I imagine my wife makes too. So, at least I hope so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or it's or it's or it's yeah, because I'm gonna take the boys away from her so she can sit there and not have the boys for the glass of wine and handle her shit. Yep, you know, exactly. Yeah. Well, man, awesome. I, I'm so jacked. Iron Evan three. Yeah. Watching your coaching business has been all just all from a sidelines. I'm just like, holy shit, this dude's doing something. For sure. I thought he was a crackpot at first, but oh my God, look at this thing. Oh, wait, I mean, now he's stealing my employees. Fucking oh, asshole. Sorry. Um, no, man, I'm super, I'm super excited. I am uh, so proud of you, man. You're doing awesome stuff. And what we're going to do as a, as a gym here is just, it's freaking awesome. And no, there's no Iron Heaven 4 ever. No. And there's no, no, no hot tubs. No. There's no pool, no basketball court. Sorry. No. No. I, I don't believe it. I even messaged in a basketball court. Nick goes, I will go get one of those sand fill up things and put it outside the warehouse for you to play on. I'm like, that's fair. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> that's all that's happening. Awesome. Iron Evan 3 coming soon. Yep. All right, guys.